Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story comes to us from the Morning Roadshow Department of Do As I Say, Not As I Do. John Winning is the CEO of a company that makes home appliances, and they are used far and wide in the country of Australia. And he's got something to say about the work ethic of a certain age group there, telling an interviewer that people who come in looking for a job and sitting for a job interview are these days, by and large, expecting a lot more from the company than what they're willing to put in. And... I quote, their expectation of what they should be paid versus how much they're expected to work is just crazy. In other words, don't be so entitled, which seems odd coming from a guy who at 35 years of age took over the company from his dad, which was founded by his grandfather. <laughs> but I'm sure it cost him a lot of money to take over the company, Cliff. <laughs> no, it didn't. I, well, <laughs> They gave it to him. <laughs> well, it's not hard to be a businessman if they it's give exactly it to you, right. now, is it? It was almost like he was still in diapers and he was being groomed to be the CEO and owner of this company. Well, it's not a bad gig if you can get it. If, you can get it. if yes. you can get it, yes, on any level. Well, Cliff, our thought of the day today, remember, you can't believe everything you hear, even on this program. <laughs> True. But you sure can repeat it over and over again. <laughs> And I'd love yeah. for you to repeat it over and over again myself. And tell them you heard it from Weed and Cliff. You're not a kidding. <laughs> How much D was that? 100%. <laughs> 100% of your recommended daily allowance of D. But I'm a little short on the J. <laughs> you can't have everything. I suspect You it just it, can't do that, I Cliff. suspected it would actually be the other way around. No, no. You would be short on the D. No. Not on the J. J. But <laughs> use your imagination and we'll get the other 1% in there. Well, Cliff, yes. in Argentina, yeah. a runaway bull interrupted a soccer match. <laughs> now, I don't know why you have a bull close by the soccer fields, field, right. but evidently yeah. they do in Argentina. Okay. And the bull sent all the players and all the spectators yeah. scrambling for their lives. <laughs> and when I read that story today, I yeah. thought, now if this would happen yeah. more often at soccer mm-hmm. matches... They'd be a lot more interesting. I would be more interested. I would be more interested in actually watching one of them. It's a random bull. Just drop it in. Yeah, just throw him in there. They should have him like pinned up. You never yeah. know when they're coming yeah. onto the field. Mm-hmm. We, the agency called the International Boundary Water Commission, among other things, monitors what flows back and forth between U.S. the U.S. and Mexico. And clearly, after this incident, several members of the commission have earned their lifetime membership in the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. That agency reported that last week there was an incident in Tijuana that caused a bad, bad thing to happen. And the root cause of the bad thing was even worse. A clog in an intake screen of a pumping station in Mexico led to the overflow of some 14 million gallons of untreated sewage into the U.S. And trust me, there's probably nothing worse than untreated sewage from Tijuana. Officials say, on the average, sewage from that Mexican border city flows into the U.S. 138 days a year. There is a plan 
that would address the flow of sewage from Mexico into San Diego, but it's going to cost over $400 million to implement. And it's entirely possible that the fix wouldn't have helped in this case because Mexican authorities say the clog came from a dead body stuck in the pump station. <laughs> That's a harsh way to go right there, Cliff. I mean... You ain't a kidding. And you know, forever, <laughs> yeah. everyone will know you yeah. as the guy stuck... In the sewage in station. In the sewage station. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Boy, Cliff, I have got a dilemma going on internally. I can't figure out which way I want to go. <laughs> for Halloween. Oh, for Halloween. For Halloween, oh, yes. Okay, yes. I thought you were about to announce some drastic, life-changing, you know, uh, decision you were working on. No, well, this is kind of drastic <laughs> oh, okay. and life-changing. I can't decide if I want to be, because I always dress up here at Country 98.1. For Halloween, yeah. And Halloween's on a Thursday, two yeah. weeks from now. Yes. Do I want to be a dill pickle? <laughs> Or do I want to be a slice of bacon? Now, last year, I was a hot dog. I remember that. It seemed to be a food theme with me for clearly, some reason in Halloween. Clearly, yeah. I don't know. Do I have the features of a dill pickle? <laughs> I, think, I think that's the question. I, I don't know. Do I have the for, features mean... to pull it off? <laughs> because if you can't pull it off the costume, there's yeah, no point there's in no trying There's no point it. in wearing it. No. Yeah, a... Now, bacon, I think I could do. Clearly. But I've also got a third... Yeah. possibility oh, oh, rumbling really? around in my head. Is this kind of more of a long shot kind of a thing? It or? is kind of a long okay. shot. I'm thinking about yeah. going as a Monday. <laughs> You're going as Monday. I think I'm going as a Monday. And so what, pray tell, would a Monday visually appear to be in a Halloween costume? That's what I'm having trouble with. Oh, you don't, you don't have the concept down. I no. Mean, you, you understand that the... Costume could exist, but you're still struggling to get the the actual design. Right now, you know, nobody's okay. nobody's scared by yeah. a hot dog costume yeah. or a dill pickle or a bacon. Yeah, but everybody seems to be scared of Monday, and that could be a great <laughs> costume. I just got to figure well, out what a Monday would look like. Yeah, interesting. I know. I'm looking for help, Cliff. <laughs> Clearly, you need help. Yeah, let's list this under. Be careful what you ask for, Cliff. Uh -oh. What? I saw this morning that Target got some really good publicity a while back. when Target? They, yes. Okay. They raised their minimum wage to $15 an hour. Okay. And now the employees are angry about all of this. Yeah. You want to know why? Well, yeah, of course. Because mm -hmm. the company did raise the wages, but they cut the hours of the employees <laughs> so they make less money. Now, Target is sitting here yeah. making record revenue and profitability. Yeah. yeah. And they're expanding. Yeah. I mean, like crazily expanding. Okay. So the money's there. They're just choosing to give it to their shareholders and not to the folks that work well, there. Well, I mean, it's kind of a balance. Yes. I, I can see both both sides of that coin. Well, you didn't just think they would pay more. No. Just you, to be paying there's, more. There's always a good side and a downside to every situation. You know, unless you're prepared to work harder, more money's not just going to fall in your lap. Does that make sense? Bite your tongue. <laughs> Bite your tongue, Cliff Ingram. It should fall into my lap. It probably did for you once, but it got lost in candy wrappers. Chuck E. Cheese is in the news this morning. Okay. They've created a new pizza box yeah. that turns into a mini skee-ball game. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. And it's good to see that Chuck E. Cheese is yeah. using cardboard mm. for something other than their pizza crust. <laughs> 
Well, what's happening at 8 o'clock on the news? Now, okay, so really, when was the last time you had pizza from Chuck E. Cheese? About 10 years ago, yeah. I got invited to a birthday party at 10 Chuck years e. ago? Yes. Okay. Oh, I swore if I ever went back, yeah. I would sneak food <laughs> in my pockets. Right. Yes. Well, Cliff, what's happening at 8? Well, you know, you know I have a long history of avoiding going to Chuck E. Cheese anyway. I know so, you have. Because like, I told my daughter it was a scary place, and she didn't need to go there, and she believed me. Well, why wouldn't she? You're your you're her dad, right? Yeah, you wouldn't lie. Of course not. Of course not. We did was the kind of thing that some of us have nightmares about: waking in the middle of the night to the sound of someone breaking into our home. And then police in El Dorado Hills, California, say it became the nightmare thing for the rest of us as well. Thirty-seven-year-old Sean McGuire allegedly was trying to break into a home owned by Matt Eshrich. When who, who the homeowner, heard a door open and slam close in his home early Saturday. He later told police he yelled, and that scared off the alleged burglar, leaving Eshridge to then call police and to check his surveillance video to see if he could help with identifying the perpetrator. And then he wished he hadn't done that. Now, McGuire later caught in a foot pursuit. He was still wearing the same thing he had on when he was captured on surveillance video. A bra and panty set. <laughs> yes, dude tried to break into someone's home wearing nothing but women's underwear. Had they been a matching set, it might have made a difference, but his bra was blue and his panties were black. <laughs> you think, Cliff, he left the house and told his wife, look, yeah. we haven't done laundry in about two weeks. <laughs> and I've got a job to do. Can I borrow some of your stuff? <laughs> I'll be back soon. That's right, yeah. And she's not going to give him the good stuff. No, it's whatever color was left over. That's exactly right. That makes sense. Look here, Cliff, at the country calendar. It's Mr. Grumpy Pants' birthday today. Mm -hmm. Oh, Alan Jackson. Yes, you knew that right off the bat. Of course. Take a wild guess. How old do you think Mr. Jackson is today? Um, 72. 61. Oh, 61. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were almost within a decade. So... We'll play a little... I guess it's because he's so grumpy. He seems a lot older than he actually is. Well, uh, I can see that. (laughs) Well, the headline reads this, Cliff. Yeah. It's time to ban candy corn. What? Yes. (laughs) The story says that vaping is bad, but candy corn may be worse. Wow. Because dentists are saying it's the worst candy corn. Candy corn is the worst thing you can eat at Halloween because of the 28 grams of sugar in just 19 pieces of the delectable candy corn. Okay. And it gets lodged between your teeth. Yes. But you can eat it a little bit later, so that's a good thing That's right. There. You, can, it, you can eat it all afternoon. Yes. And it also yeah. tops the list mm-hmm. of the worst Halloween candy overall that people want to get, receive. No one wants it. Yes. And it's the worst thing you could eat. So I'm thinking, Cliff, yeah. could we possibly yeah. find individual wrappings of candy corn this year and put them in our Halloween bucket of wonder. So you're not you're not talking about small packages. You're talking about individually wrapped kernels of candy corn. No. Oh. Just little small packages. Oh, little like small packages. Ten or twelve in each right, one of them. To go with our candy cigarettes and bubblegum cigars. Yes. Mmm. If we can find that, we should stick that in. Well, I'm sure it's available. The bucket of wonder. Right. The small package version. Yes. You can one big bag of small packages. I'm sure we could come up with that. 
This is going to be an incredible giveaway, right. Cliff. Yeah, don't forget the wax mustache and the box of my boogers. <laughs> Who could forget that? <laughs> Why would you even want to forget about that? This is kind of sad for me, Cliff. I read this morning that California has banned most animals from being in circuses if you come to their state. Really? And other states yeah. may do the same exact thing. Okay. And that's bad news for me, Cliff, because... Why is that? I remember as a kid, and yeah. one of the main attractions of going to the circus for me yeah. was to smell the animals. <laughs> I remember begging my mom to take yeah. me to the Shrine Circus. Just so you could smell. Just so. I said, come on, Mom, we can go down and smell the animals. And a lot of times she wouldn't take me to the Shrine Circus, and I think in retrospect, yeah. it could have been the smell of the animals <laughs> that were keeping her away. I kind of like that smell myself. Really? I like to see a circus with a bunch of animals. The smell doesn't bother me. I kind of like the smell of skunk when I'm riding down the road. I don't want it on me as a cologne. But a lot of times when I drive to work in the morning... And you catch that whiff, you know, somewhere there's been a skunk. It's right out there on 41 yeah. where Richland Creek Drive yeah. comes out there. That little section through there is like... Skunk Haven right there. <laughs> I smell it about once or twice a week right through there, and I don't know. Yeah. I just like that smell. Dude. You like this? You like the smell of animals. You like the smell of animal poop is what you're saying. And skunk. And skunk. Yes. And that's why you always wanted to go to the circus. Yes. To smell the animals. Yes. But now in California, there are no more animals. So what do you look at? Tent. <laughs> I mean, they show up and put up a tent. That's how the circus works. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only thing that's left is, I don't know, people doing dumb things, trying to not kill themselves. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty well it. You could just go to Florida and watch that. <laughs> He's a beautiful man, a beautiful man. Travis Denning was after a few here on the Morning Road <laughs> Makes Show. Makes him so beautiful. I don't know. There's just something about his looks when you Google him, Cliff, and do an image search. I'm, He's I'm, a beautiful looking man. I'm going to have to just go look now because well, I can't remember off the top of my head what he looks well, like. Well, while you're doing that, let okay. me tell you about our Take It to the Bank this morning. Okay. And I find this very, uh, I don't know, incredible is not probably the right word. Yeah. But it's very strange. How this week you've been talking about Princeton's very own Jackie Young. Oh, playing uh, for U USA Women's Basketball in a three-on-three tournament in the Middle East. Yes. Cutter, as a matter of fact. That's correct. Is the country that she was playing in until yep. they got beat. And our Take It to the Bank today, Cliff, yep. involves Cutter Airways. Okay. Now, I doubt very seriously if Jackie was actually on one of their planes, but she, she could have could been. have flown that from there, yeah, or to there on that airline, yeah. And if Jackie Young was flying on Cutter Airways, yeah. well, she's seen something that, or had the possibility to see it, that you're never going to see it on American Airlines. Hmm. Okay. We'll have that when we take it to the bank. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. As we mentioned earlier, Cliff's had news stories in the sports section most of this week about Jackie Young playing basketball in Cutter. Yes. And that ties right into this Take It to the Bank. Okay. Cutter Airways has a very strict policy yeah. for Falcons on their planes. <laughs> That's right. Falcons. Only six are allowed in the cabin. And only one Falcon per passenger. If you come in with a double pack of Falcons. <laughs> you got one on each arm. Yes. You are thrown <laughs> off the plane. On Cutter Airways. And all of that 
you can take to the bank. Fascinating. <laughs> Don't know about fascinating, but it's kind of strange. I'm and just wondering how they manage um, the reservation system to know, I mean, because you can't just, you know, depend on not having too many people show up. I mean, it could be 20 people show up with Falcons. How do you know, you know, I've got a spot reserved for my Falcon and there's no more left. I have to take the next flight. Yeah, or there's already, you know, six yeah. on board and yeah. they won't let you bring yours on. I like the strict uh, rule of one Falcon <laughs> per person. I would be terrified on a plane with those Falcons sitting around looking at me. And you know they're going to look at you. Actually, no, they won't. Well, they'll have the little blinders. <laughs> they have the little on. blinders on, so they can't see. I think it would be terrifying. That would be even worse. Yeah. A falcon that can't see you. <laughs> but all of that's true. Okay. Pretty well. Well, I don't know anything about this, Cliff, so I'm going to uh, bow to your expertise on this. Okay. We had a good question come in by text message yeah. about our take it to the bank. Yeah. They wanted to know, since these falcons can fly anyway, yeah. why don't you just stick them on a leash and shove them out the window? <laughs> uh, because the airplanes that they are in question are, you know, flying way too fast and way too high. If you want to, you know, go tooting around in a Piper Cub, you could probably hang your falcon out the window and he'd keep up with you. <laughs> Hang your falcon out the window. Well, that's not the question. Well, it is the question. Yes, it just sounds funny. Well, I mean, hang it out the window. Your Piper Cub's only going like seventy-five miles an hour on a good day. <laughs> so it's possible in in a small yeah in a, in that kind of a plane yeah, but in the airliner in question that's traveling uh, at thirty-five thousand feet where the air is fifty below zero and you're going four hundred miles an hour, no, not going to happen. He's going to have to flap pretty quick. <laughs> and breathe a lot because there's no oxygen yeah well hold your breath <laughs> and when you when the windows open then there's no oxygen in the plane either well that's all i've got for today i'm out of music i've run out of commercials and i'm pretty sure my deodorant just quit working cliff <laughs> oh, anything said it's today? time for me to leave the room then now isn't <laughs> yes it, it is yeah. yes just remember all of this stuff we said available on our podcast later go to weedandcliff.com for more information it's available on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, and stuff like that. So, Number three, short on the D. <laughs> you said it. I didn't say that. That was early this That's morning. That's right, yeah. Number two, do I have the features to pull it off? Somehow I think you will anyway. Number one, though, the number one phrase of the day, the guy stuck in the sewage station. Boy, you just don't want to go out that way. <laughs> no. You just don't. No, you're absolutely right. <sighs> People will talk. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> they will talk, yes. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.